From Applied Client Network and the team behind Connections, this is Reapplied. I'm your host, Brian Langerman, CEO of Applied Client Network. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Reapplied. Today, we're talking data management and why it's important with ACN member Colin Passman of the Signature B&B Companies. Colin, can you start off and tell us a little bit about yourself and what Applied Client Network means to you? Sure thing, Brian, and I'm glad everybody has joined us today. Um, my name is Colin Passman. I am the IT manager and lead Applied Epic trainer at my agency, which is the Signature B&B Companies and AcroSure Agency Partner. I've actually been on Epic for almost 10 years now. I'm an early adopter with Epic 6 when we came on, and now they've changed that from numbers to years. So we're, uh, we're one of the first and uh, to, to come onto the system. Um, I am the, also the president of the Tri-State Epic Users Group. And not only am I the president, I'm the founding member. So um, I started the group about seven years ago. And um, I think we have probably around 40 or 50 agencies that are members right now. And so we, uh, we are a fully functioning and flourishing group. I'm an active member uh, of the Applied Client Network Education Committee and chapters, networking, and every other committee they want me to ask to, to do, uh, I, I'm happy to volunteer for them. The Applied Client Network in and of itself has given me the opportunity to not only share my experiences and my expertise with its members, but to gain the expertise and the experiences of other members, which is invaluable because they are the people who use the system and who have learned to um, do just about everything that we need to do in order to run our day-to-day -day operations. So I'm ever thankful for the Applied Client Network, its users, its members, and its education. Oh, great, Colin. Thanks so much for that uh, intro. Before we get into today's topic, I wanted to ask you an introductory question. Can you share one business leader who you admire and has inspired you throughout your career and why? Well, I think all three of my managing partners have inspired me. They are Ron Brunel and Peter Shapiro and Louis Bernstein. They've inspired me to, um, to take on new jobs, new roles, to tackle things that I'm not always comfortable with to be the leader, uh, not to be the follower. And, uh, and I think I've demonstrated that with all of my voluntary things that I do with the Applied Client Network. And they've, uh, they've also you know, inspired me to help other people. And, and I appreciate them and I thank them for that. Great, that's fantastic. Thanks, Colin, for sharing that story. And I know you're now prepared to tell us a little bit about a scenario for our listeners today to help set up the topic of data management. Are you all set to share your data story? I am set to share my data story with anybody out there who's willing to listen to it. And I can tell you right now, it's a sad data story, but it's turned out with a happy ending. My philosophy has always been, and I've taught it to everybody that I teach and train to use Epic. Bad data in gets you bad data out. And that's with any agency management system. And um, unfortunately, about five or six years ago, we had the opportunity to find out how bad our data was uh, when we wanted to um, try and run an email blast to our clients. And it's a simple thing like that. 
we were trying to set up a blast to send out to all of our clients, and we found out that about 60% of the emails that were entered in Epic were invalid. Um, and, and that's a bad way to conduct business if you want to talk to people on a regular basis via automation. The second thing we found out that year is that when we were running our agency production reports, that magical time of the year when agencies need to make sure that they're getting the correct contingency checks from their carriers, we found that our production reports were so grossly off from what the carriers were telling us. And in an investigation, we found out that people were not entering the premiums in the correct spots uh, for our reports to pick up. So um, we launched into almost a two-year project of cleaning up, A, the emails, and B, training people on how to and where to enter items in our agency management system so that we can run correct reports and we can get, get, get the best data out of our system that we need. And to date, to date, I can tell you, because I ran an email report last night, I only had four bounce backs of invalid emails. So I'm really proud to say that the team is working really hard to make sure everything is, uh, is in there correctly. But again, you find out most of this stuff by accident. You, you, know, you don't know that your data is bad until you try to either run the report or do what we did. And so you need to make a concentrated effort after that to clean it up as quickly as possible. And that's what we did. We tasked everybody with getting all of their clients' email addresses cleaned up. Uh, we gave them about three weeks to do it. It really was an, a, an emergency process to get it done. And, you know, luckily everybody was able to, to tackle the task without any major interruption in their day-to-day. Uh, and actually it worked out a little better because the clients were real happy to know that we were contacting them to make sure that we had everything up to date. Um, so that's where we found out that, that our data was a little corrupt. Um, and a lot of that also came from the fact that we merged from AMS 360 with data that didn't go into the right fields. And we merged from TAN, another agency from Tanta Epic with data that didn't go into the right fields. Uh, so we, we learned a lot about how to do conversions as well at that time. Um, and so we've done about four other conversions since then. And it's gone pretty well. So we learned from our mistakes. That's exactly how it happened. You talked a lot about the initial leading practices in order to have good data. What about on an ongoing basis? Do you have any tips and tricks for our listeners on how often you review your data or any kind of key practices you'd like to share around the maintenance on an ongoing basis? Sure thing. And so for people who are listening out to our podcast, I can only encourage you to audit your data on a regular basis. Um, since our last conference in Las Vegas last year, we have uh, actually appointed somebody an audit control manager. And part of her job is to make sure that all of the data fields that we need in Epic are being completed correctly and on a regular basis. So we run a bunch of reports, we run activity reports, we run email reports, we run book of business reports, and if things are not being completed correctly, there is a point in which she will speak with the person that, uh, has, that we find is having the constant issue and remind them of what they need to do. And we've also built in all of these data control points into our workflows. So whenever we get a new employee and they're taught, our workflows also include uh, how to name things correctly in the system, 
what fields are mandatory that we have to complete, why we need everything completed. I think it's important to not only tell people that you need the things to be done, but you need to explain to them why they need to be done and what the, the cause and effect of them not doing things correctly is. You owe it to people that you're talking to to explain to them that if they don't put in the correct premium in the correct field, or they don't put in the email in the correct field or the correct format, we're not going to be able to run reports. They're not going to be able to generate marketing blasts like we want to, so that they know that there is some sort of a consequence to their inability to complete things correctly. Great. Thanks, Colin. I'd be interested to learn, kind of based on what you've done with your team at the signature B&B companies, what are some of the best practices you've identified that might be applicable for all agencies and brokerages? So for our listening audience, I can only tell you one thing. You need to constantly audit what your employees are doing. You need to make sure, even though you think they know what they're doing and they think they know what they're doing, you will be stunned and surprised when you conduct an audit, a quality control audit, and find out how much they don't know what they're doing. And that is something that we have now put into place for a monthly basis on a rotating 365 days a year for our employees to be audited. And unfortunately for them, it becomes part of their, um, their annual review. And, you know, we are on a three strikes basis. So if you don't do it right after three times, you may not get the raise that you want to get. So, um, so again, constant auditing, uh, constant reporting is all I can tell you. It may seem mundane. It may seem boring, but you will find out who is actually not doing things in the correct fashion. That sounds like such great advice. Colin, what advice would you give to fellow agency and brokerage leaders that might make the process of cleaning data less intimidating? Training your employees on a constant basis is always a good thing to do. Um, they, they, they're doing a million things a day. And you know they're not paying attention all the time to the little things. And for those out there who are listening uh, in our audience, the little things are what make the system go haywire. If you don't pay attention to commas and dashes and periods and dots, the system is not going to be able to produce the reports and get the results that you want it to do. And we want to uh, understand that we want our agency management system to work for us and we don't want to work for it. So you've talked a lot about the, the need to be consistent around the process. Could you share a little bit with our listeners any advice or suggestions around how to get that buy-in within your agency or brokerage? How do you incorporate that philosophy throughout? So we've actually gone ahead and instituted a re-education program where we touch base with employees on a regular basis to make sure that they are following our workflows, they are entering the information that we need to have in the system to make it work properly for us. Uh, we've given every one of our employees a list on how to name things in our Epic system. We've given every one of our employees a list of where to place things, what folders to put things in, so that it's easy for everybody to find what they need using our system. In addition, we've actually made about six fields mandatory in Epic. And those fields are mandatory because we need them to be completed to run reports and to send out our email marketing blasts 
and to get our proper production out of the system. Um, and so they can't get by certain things, even if they tried. Uh, so that's why we've made those fields mandatory and they are absolutely adhering to everything that we've asked them to do. They go astray every now and again. And so we have to point them in the right direction once in a while. But I think for the most part, we're about 96% compliant on what we, on the information that we need for it in the system. Well, that's great to hear. How about, um, Colin, any advice to our listeners around identifying the types of data categories that kind of tie into your individual workflows? Any suggestions there? Oh, absolutely. Again, emails, mailing addresses, premium fields, production PRBR commission fields, all of those are extremely important in order to make the Epic work properly. Okay, great. From your experience, uh, have you found that uh, this type of project is typically led by one individual or do you seek kind of complete buy-in from the total agency or brokerage? So the cleanup project is generally led or, or is generally headed up by one individual, but the buy-in has to be from all the department managers. They have to be able to stress the importance to the people that are working within their departments. The absolute complete buy-in has to be, of course, from agency ownership. If they are not 100% uh, behind the project, then nobody else is going to be 100% behind the project as well. So if agency ownership can you know, tell everybody or discern to everybody that they need to complete these projects by a certain period of time, uh, they tend to get it done you know, within the set time that they have. So again, it starts from the top. There's got to be, in my experience, in, uh, there's got to be somebody to head up the project to be report to, to report to, and then there has to be underlying management that needs to be 100% uh, behind it as well. Okay, great, great suggestions. So, Colin, I know in talking with many members, a question that often comes up is: agencies and brokerages will typically have data all over the place. Any kind of suggestions for our listeners on how to be able to pull all that data into a single process to best enable the great outcome? Yeah, I have two suggestions. The first is put somebody in charge of doing the, the, the conversion or making sure the data is correct. That person has to, and the second one is that person has to be familiar with where the data is coming from and where it's going into. So you need to have some familiarity with all the sources that you're pulling from. And then you definitely need to have familiarity with the source that it's going into, which is your agency management system that you're running right now. As I said, I have run so many different data conversions from different places, uh, from going from Zywave to, to, to Epic, from, from TAMP to Epic, from AMS 360 to Epic. I even did one Doris to Epic. And so if I were not familiar with where the data was being pulled out of the source that it was coming from and how it was being used and where it needs to go into into epic i probably would have failed at that project so i made i learned a lot about a lot of different things but i made myself familiar 100 percent both ways okay great thank you so let's maybe just fast forward a little bit we've talked a lot about the the upfront process and getting data clean let's talk about the benefits now of, of having clean data 
Can you share a little bit about uh, some of the reports you use and maybe the ones that you find to be most valuable once your data is clean? All right, so for the people in the audience, especially those that are agency principals, the reports they really love to see are the production reports and the book of business reports because that really tells them how much money they're making. And so if we don't have data in the correct fields to get to those reports, um, they're not going to be able to get a true picture of how their agency is performing. Um, so we are very cognizant of putting premiums in the correct field so that we run monthly book of business reports, producer production reports, aged account receivable reports, um, production reports on individual carrier business, uh, especially at this time of the year when they're looking for contingency checks, they're going to want to know where our system is different from what the carrier has. So unless the data is in the 100% the correct place, those reports are not going to go well. So because our data has been cleaned up, we are getting within about 4% of actual numbers on, mo on most of our reports, which is, which is pretty good. Uh, for the underwriting purposes and for department managers, if your expiration dates are not correct, if your um, uh, information in the applications are not correct, then the reports that they run, which are generally expiration reports or activity reports, are also going to be incorrect. Uh, that leads to two different things. That leads to them approaching the person who's, uh, who we find that is uh, entering the information incorrectly and having a conversation that they probably don't want to have. And it also leads us to um, have uh, incorrect information to work on our expirations three or four or five months out, which is where we like to be comfortable. As far as uh, account detail information, addresses, uh, emails, and everything like that, and it actually is kind of coincidental because obviously with situations, the way they are in the world and how things are changing in the insurance industry on a minute-to-minute -minute or hour-to-hour -hour basis, we need to notify our clients on a, on a degree, with a degree of regularity on things that might be uh, that might affect them and their coverages. So if emails are not correct, we, we, we can't get our email blast out to them. So uh, because our data is now about 98% correct, our email blasts are going out really well. People aren't screaming at us because we're sending stuff to the wrong email address and we're not getting very many bounce backs uh, for invalid email addresses. Uh, and just as a side note for that, if you are using a, uh, a service like uh, HubSpot or, you know, one of those over the email blast services, if you get too many bounce backs, they're going to deem your email address as spam and they're not going to let you use the service anymore. So again, reports that we run now, book of business, expiration, age receivables, producer reports, producer commission reports, agency production reports. As far as um, sending out emails and as far as sending out letters using our system, again, the addresses and the emails that are in the system are important and uh, we're doing a pretty good job. So I can say that I'm proud of my agency. Thanks so much, Colin, for sharing that uh, great input. Well, I wish we had more time to chat, but it's sadly time to wrap up. Thank you again, Colin, for joining me to share your insights with the Applied Client Network community. Thank you, Brian. And a big thank you to everyone tuning in today. 
Don't forget to subscribe to the show or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to help others find us. If you're not a member of ACN and are looking for even more applied systems knowledge or want to connect with fellow insurance professionals like Colin or any of our other guests, please visit AppliedClientNetwork.org to join today. Thank you. Thank you.